over, then I murder. Call gunner if you want your burger. Oh, baby, you be lining your verses. I be here and say you buying them purses. I can't even lie, you ain't my type. You ain't even know they fine. Welcome to the fifth installment of the For the Boys podcast with Frankie P. Thank you for clicking on to this podcast. The way things work around here are we have three topics and 10 to 20 minutes to talk about them. Today, in fact, we only have one topic, which is the Patriots have traded Rob Gronkowski and a seventh round draft pick to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a fourth round draft pick. I'm going to discuss my reaction to the trade, what this means for the Patriots, and what this means for the Buccaneers. So I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to get into topic number one in just a sec. All right, so my reaction to this trade initially, it all happened so fast. So what happened was a report came out from Ian Rappaport. He tweeted at 3.53 today. So I'm looking at the tweet right now. There's actually two. So tight end Rob Gronkowski has, in fact, begun putting on weight for return to football, interested in playing football again, and would want to do it with the Bucks and Tom Brady. As soon as I saw that story broke, I called my boy Bobby Hanley. Bobby, shout out. I FaceTimed him. I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? Can you believe this? He says, yo, well, you know what? He still has another year on his contracts. The reason why he was traded, I know he came from retirement, but he was traded because he had one more year left on his contract. So therefore, if he came back to play football, it'd have to be for the Patriots. So that meant that the Patriots have to trade him. And in this case, they got a fourth round draft pick for a seventh round pick and Rob Gronkowski. And so, I, and so I'm talking to Bobby and we're just going through all the possible scenarios like, we're big Patriots fans. You know, a lot of people listening right now are big Patriots fans. Who, who would have thought a year ago today that Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski were not going to be playing for the Patriots, not both retired, but both playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? It's just absolutely mind-boggling to me. I just, I just can't wrap my head around the story that broke. So let's just go ahead and fast forward here. Um, let's see. So the this news broke that it was a possibility. You know, this could mean, you know, the draft is on Thursday this week. So that means, you know, if anything were to happen and you want to get a draft pick, then you'd have to do something before Thursday. So we know, or at least we knew that we had some sort of timeline. And so let's just see here at 3.53 p.m. today, Ian Rappaport said that he was interested, told, told the Patriots he's interested in coming back. And the news dropped at 4.20 p.m. today. Now, everything just transpired so fast. Like, I literally never had breaking news like that before in my life. It's just, I just can't believe it. And the thing about it is I was looking into it between 3.53 p.m. and 4.20 p.m. I was looking into all the sources, what people are saying, and they interviewed the Bucks GM. And he was so, he was so slick about it. I don't know if Gronk is planning on coming back to play football, period. But if he does, I'd love to have him at the Bucks. This was just a few days ago. And what just came out on Twitter, I forgot, I forgot who, who tweeted this and initially broke the news. But it said something along the lines of Gronkowski just said that it is true. And this is before the official news came back. This could have been fake news. But what happened when he said it's, it's true. Gronk just had his physical and everything went well. So he's expected to sign or rather get traded to the Bucks. I mean, come on. Everyone kept it under wraps, and everything just transpired within an hour, as opposed to, you know, when this normally happens, you have at least a week. And this, this is within less than an hour. We're looking at, like, 30 minutes here. And as soon as I clocked out of work, I'm, this, this shit happened, so I'm following it. And I'm like, holy shit. Who would have thought? I don't, I don't know. So what, it, what was my initial reaction? So I called Bobby back. 
and we're starting to talk about it, and we'll get into this with the next few topics or the, the two other topics, which are what this means for the Patriots and what this means for the Buccaneers. So what, what was my initial reaction? I don't necessarily... I don't necessarily care because it's not like he was going to come back for the Patriots anyways. It does make sense for him to, you know, kind of leave the Patriots because why would he want to play with Jared Stidham or Brian Hoyer, right? Tom Brady, he's down in, like I said in episode one, tropical Florida, Tampa Bay. I mean, Gronk had a whole year off of, of, of football in retirement, and he was partying down in South Beach. So why wouldn't he want to play football in South Beach, you know? Was I pissed? Not as pissed as Tom Brady. Because at least I'm going to see Gronk play again. And I, I never knew if he was going to play for the Patriots again anyways. I'm more concerned about what this means for the Patriots. Because I'm a Patriots fan. So I'll enjoy watching the Bucks because I'm an NFL fan. I enjoy watching every NFL team. I try to watch every single NFL game every weekend. I got the red zone on. Always Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night football, everything. So I'm an NFL guy. And I, can't, I honestly can't wait to watch Tom and Gronk turn up. Now... I hate how I just said that, but when I really think about it and take a step back and see what this means for football, I think it's crazy. I think it's a crazy story. I don't necessarily like it one bit, but what am I going to do? Not watch? I have to watch. All right. Well, anyways, regardless, what am I doing? What did I do? Immediately when I saw the, I don't know if you guys can hear it, it's raining. It's a fucking rainstorm. It's a monsoon in South Boston right now. I ran right down to the package store and I got a six-pack of Tallboy Bud Lights. I, I, this is an emergency podcast. I absolutely had to get on the podcast, come in the booth, and, and, and get this shit going because I'm probably going to drink myself to sleep tonight. That's a joke. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But I can't wait to watch football when, when football comes around. So I'm going to take a quick break. I think I'm going to start incorporating some, some music between segments here. Let me know if you fuck with it, and let's go ahead and transfer into topic number two, which is what this means for the Patriots. A love letter came through the mail. It said, I miss you. I ripped it up and flushed with the tissue. Try to forget you. I ain't got nothing against you. We human. We all got issues. But I'm tired of being tired of being tired. That part of me didn't die. I see it, then I don't act like I'm blind. All right, boys, so I'm going to call my boy Bobby Hanley, like I mentioned in the first segment. I'm going to give him a call. I'm going to get his take on the Patriots. I'm going to get his take on the Buccaneers. So let me give him a call real quick, and we'll get right into it. We got Bobby on the line. Let me ask you a question. What do you think of this trade today? I don't think it's a – I personally don't think it's a huge deal that they created Gronkowski because he wasn't on the team last year, and he clearly wasn't going to come back. Uh, to play with anyone besides Tom Brady, uh, which sucks, but that's just kind of the way it is. I feel like it's a storyline. I think it's oh, it's a big storyline. It'll probably be one of the bigger storylines going into the NFL next year. Tampa Bay is going to be title contenders, I think, because their offense is absolutely loaded. One hundred percent. With Gronkowski or without, and, yeah. and, and so so is the NFC for that matter. I mean, the NFC is absolutely stacked this year. What do you think this means for the Pats? They have. I'm currently looking at all of their draft picks. They have one first yep. round pick. A 23rd pick. They don't have any second round picks. And they yep. have three third round picks. An 87th, yep. 98th, 100th, whatever. They have one fourth round. Basically what I'm saying is they have 12 total picks in the draft on Thursday. And that is absolutely stacked compared to the yep. other the other teams in the league. I mean, the only other team that has more picks in this draft are the Miami Dolphins with two more at 14 selections. So we're absolutely stacked. Granted, we have two seventh rounders. 
four sixth rounders, a fifth rounder. Now, now two fourth rounders because this this news just broke today, right? We just got a fourth round pick for Gronk. Do you think that was enough for Gronk? I personally don't. Um, I don't think they could have gotten. I don't think they could have gotten the first round pick. I think they definitely could have gotten the second, or they could have uh, traded for one of those tight ends straight up. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, with contracts and how everything works, they have very limited cap space. What do you think they're going to do with the fourth round pick that they just received? I think it gives them a little more ammo if they want to move up into the second round. Like you said, they have three third round picks. Yeah. And having another fourth, it gives them a little flexibility to move up. There's a lot of rumors that they're going to move up and take Tua. I don't think that's going to happen just because they don't have the ammo to move up 20 spots on the board from 23 to 3. That was going to be a... If they wanted to move up into the teens, I think they could. I don't think they should. I'm hoping Stidham's the guy. Or if they take another quarterback like later or want to pick up a free agent as another quarterback in the room, I think that's what they should do. I still think they have enough to compete in the AFC East. I'm not sold on Miami or the Jets yet. And I, I, I mean, the Bills, I think, are good. But until Josh Allen proves that he can play at a competitive level consistently, uh, I think they're still a wild card. So I, I agree with you. I mean, I hope we compete. I mean, all you really do need to do in the NFL is win your division to go to the postseason. So I guess at this point it's a question of if the Patriots are going to even win the division, right? And, I mean, I know the Bills just got Stephon Diggs, but that's a conversation for another day, you know? There's an extra wild card, so it's seven teams now. So we'll say the Patriots get down in the division, which, like I said, I think they'll be right in at eight eight or nine and seven. Watch out that they could get in as a wild card team. It could happen. So you never know. You never know. So let me ask you this. Who do the Patriots need right now? I've seen a lot of projections of what they could do. I think they need to start defense first. I know the offense was bad last year, but I think this wide receiver draft is so deep that I think they could get guys in the second or third round or the fourth yeah. and still be productive. Yeah. I think that they should I, I think they should take a look at a couple linebackers. There's one kid out of Oklahoma, who was a good four year player there. That's a guy I would look at. I think they need to have some playmakers on defense, especially at linebacker with Collins and Van Noy leaving. I wouldn't be surprised if they looked at D line as well. I haven't looked too uh specifically into the prospects yet. It's definitely something that I would target. I would tar- I'd target an edge, key lineman, or a linebacker. That's where uh, I'd make my pick, because I still think second pick's going to be strong. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot to say for having the second most picks in the NFL draft this season, and that's on Thursday, by the way. So that's coming up. So that's going to be a very eventful podcast as well. You mad nigga, your adrenaline rushing It feel like a bus, but I'm whipping a rave Got my head to the ceiling, want me in my feelings Only got me feeling no way I ain't saying I'm addicted, I don't rip a script it, fuck it, cause I don't feel the pain Not a nigga touch my chain, fuck it, nigga kill him Fuck it, nigga take me away And I just want to jump into topic number three Really quick here, because we like to keep it Less than 10 to 20 minutes This is an emergency podcast So we're going to jump into topic three, which is on the other side of the coin, what this means for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's talk about the Buccaneers' offense. Yeah, they have, I mean, they have two stud wideouts with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Three tight ends that they can kind of play around with. You can use Gronk as a blocker. You can also use him downfield. They have O.J. Howard. They have Cam But One of them will probably be expendable, I had to guess. It just depends on who they can get the most value for or if they cut one of them. They do need to improve their offensive line, but they have good young players on defense. Like, they're a complete team. What I think this means for the Bucks is there is talk that Brady needed somebody to trust. You know what I mean? I mean he- yeah, there's, there's definitely a sense of familiarity. Uh, 
obviously he's won three Super Bowls with Gronkowski. They've been the five together. So I definitely think that... Uh, Do you think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win their division? What are they in, the NFC West? NFC, NFC South. So South. they're in the division with... Atlanta, New Orleans, and Carolina. Right. So so what does that mean? Because you have the Saints in that division. So they either have to win a division or get a wild card. Yeah, so I think uh, I think the Saints and them will definitely battle. Um, I think Atlanta and Carolina, especially Carolina, are going to be rebuilding. If they were rebuilding, they would have returned Camp Newton. Um, so I think they're going to be right in the thing. But their offense is going to be able to compete with anyone. It's just a matter of whether their playmakers on defense can kind of grow up and make plays. They have Devin White. They have Levante David. I mean, that's two good uh, young linebackers. They have uh, Shaq Barrett, who they recently. Um, I still think they have Jason Pierre-Paul on their D-line. So, they, I mean, they have players. And that's exactly why this is so fucking crazy because literally what just happened in about, you know, a month is Brady went there, the greatest of all time quarterback, and the greatest of all time tight end. All of a sudden, on the Buccaneers, like I said in segment one, who the fuck would have thought this would happen? Yeah, especially with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of all teams. I mean, when I say Bucks, I mean the Milwaukee Bucks. Now I'm saying the Bucks, <laughs> and I've never really spoke about the Bucks in football ever before. Like I, I've never spoke the word Bucks this much in my life. Well, they're they're an irrelevant franchise, but now, but now, guess what? The iconic football players. They put them on the map, so we'll see how it goes, but I definitely think they'll be in playoff contention, if not in the playoff step forward. Okay, unfortunately, I lost some of the audio with Bobby, so I didn't get to get a chance to say bye, but I want to thank you for joining the podcast, um, and I want to thank everybody who has listened to the podcast up until this point. Like I said, I want to keep this short and sweet, so that's the news for the day. Big news here, Gronk traded to the Bucks. Tom Brady's playing for the Bucks. Who the fuck would have thought? What a 2020 so far. I don't even know what the fuck is next. So with that said, thank you very much for tuning in, and I'll see you guys next episode.